Hello, friends, and welcome to the Bloom Pod. I'm your host, Lauren Taylor, and I'm so excited to encourage the heck out of you over the next 60-ish minutes. We're having conversations that will ignite your spark and challenge you to embrace your real. We're breaking down barriers and encouraging you to embrace the incredible queen you are. Basically, we're having a giant slumber party and you're going to leave feeling inspired, encouraged to step into your power. So turn up the volume and get ready to bloom with us. Digital creator, design director, area ambassador, coordinated not only in colors, but creativity, Shannon Chen is on the pod today. From working at a Gen Z marketing agency that does client work for Chamberlain Coffee to being my airy sister, Shannon is a phenomenon in sharing body positivity, self-love. She's a true gift, not only to the internet, but to the world. Hi, Shannon. Hey, Lauren. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm so good. And I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Literally did a happy dance when you booked because I was like, oh my goodness, Shannon's just the brightest star on my feed and you are so creative and so talented. So this is truly an honor. Oh my gosh. I always tell you, but you are the sweetest Lauren, like for real. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) You are, you're like literally a ball of sunshine. I love following you. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I want to take a bit of a rewind and just speak to how you got into graphic design because, I mean, that is just, that's one of the coolest things. As far as my own experience from drawings, I tried it back in high school. The stick figures, uh, I couldn't even like draw a butterfly. It was a struggle. So I would just love to know more about how you got started in your career as a graphic designer. I went to the University of Toronto and I was actually studying um, nutritional sciences and health and disease. So I was kind of leading myself onto a path to become a doctor. And then in my third year, the pandemic hit and I was at home. So what I did is I started working a bunch of jobs. At one point I was working four jobs because I didn't have anywhere to go. So I might as well use that to use that to fill my time. Three of those jobs had to do with like graphic design and design. And I didn't have any really prior experience before that. I did a couple classes in high school. And then my sister, she's a she's actually a product designer. So she studied like new media and human bio. So in some ways I did copy her life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But Yeah, so I I did some graphic design and I was a graphic designer at my current company, which is called Juve Consulting. And then I basically just kept that job after university when I graduated because I really enjoyed what I was doing. And I I really liked being creative and studying science and, and things that aggressively scientific, I would say, is you don't always get to be creative. And that's something, a part of me that is really important. So I continued to work as a graphic designer there and then I kind of worked my way up and now I'm a design director. So that's kind of my whole story. But yeah. <laughs> that is that's phenomenal. Like Thank that you, is just, oh my gosh, that is phenomenal. What has been your favorite part in being a design director in the process and everything or in working with clients? Like what is something that just really continues to set your heart on fire? What really sets my heart on fire, I think, is when I'm able to work 
on these like really big projects that our company does. So sometimes they hold conferences, sometimes they have events. And I really love being a creative leader, like creative director or or something like that is really what I'm aspiring for. I love like thinking of the visual identity of everything, thinking about how the tone of certain fonts or colors, how they set the tone for something, and then curating the event of the the design of the event to that. Like I think that's just so fun and you're really building it from the ground up. And design is is so important to everything because there's the saying that you you can't judge a book by its cover, but truly the first thing you do is judge a book by its cover. So <laughs> yes. I think like design and aesthetic is is so important. And of course it it sets the tone for everything else. So I love working on like conceptual, visual and creative. That's what really gets me going. <laughs> do you ever envision yourself having your own company one day and leading because I mean you did speak to you also love and leading that creative you're such a visionary and I we're about to dig into your Instagram which is just also the coolest thing but have you envisioned for yourself just creating that brand company one day where you're able to go off on your own and do that honestly I haven't I haven't really thought about that I do like the content creation on the side of my my nine to five basically which which I see that people actually enjoy. I was thinking of like actually getting more into that and maybe showing that side of me a little bit more on my yes. my platforms. In terms of making something of myself, I kind of look at my Instagram as being my brand already. I don't know if I'd ever, if I'd want to turn into a business. I don't know. I'm honestly not sure what I would do, um, but I definitely do want to take like content creation work seriously because I think, I mean, it's working out great for you. You're like a star, Lauren. Of course. (laughs) Of course. And I see so many people that I follow who are so successful, like they can even transition from working nine to five into full-time content creation. And I would love for that. Like, I think that's so cool. I think I do have the potential. I just don't post consistently (laughs) enough. If we're being honest, and I know it, I know I only post Aerie, and I'm trying not to just post Aerie. It's been it's been kind of a struggle to to find time outside of work in order to take pictures and like edit them and things like that. That's real. Yes, yeah. yes, that's so real. I I struggle with the same thing. So I've had a nine to five before while also having content creation be on the side. I've had it where content creation has been my full thing without a nine to five. There's pros and cons to both. And I really, what I love about having a nine to five and having content creation on the side is that there's not this financial pressure of it, right? right? you are able to be more creative and have more fun with it. And that's what I really love. However, when you do have it full time, then there is more time to create. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what is the happy medium? Yeah, there? exactly. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. But I'd love to learn more about you, Lauren, as well. Like, I want to know what Hello Bloom is and what you're doing right now. I actually, I don't think I know what you, you do yeah. right now. So I would love to learn more about that. Oh my gosh, of course. So I'm in my ninth year of creativity, as I like to say. (laughs) 2023 will be my 10th year. But essentially, 
with my journey, I've worn so many different hats, Shannon. I, when I was 21, about to turn 22, I started my own magazine. I had a team of about 40 people. Wow. I had my yeah, it was it was so much fun. It taught me so much. We all just were really united in sharing women's stories and amplifying voices, which is hilarious to think like back then. Like I that was already already in my it. heart. Yes, yeah. exactly. Just really were able to connect with people all across the world. I think our furthest person on our team was in Australia. And so that was just really, really cool. I did so much with that for a few years. And then I dove into content creation. It was actually what sparked it. I had won an American Eagle contest. It was like, style your jeans and win a thousand dollars. And I don't know, there was something to that effect. Really? That's so funny. I remember I used to help my sister take pictures for like those kind of American Eagle contests because I wasn't old enough to enter. But I remember I used to also like go into American Eagle and be like, I really wish I was big enough to fit their clothes. Oh my gosh. Manifesting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Yes. And so I remember I had gotten a friend from high school. She was just starting out in photography. We went into her backyard, which was this big open field. And Shannon, the moment that like I got to put like all like, you know, the clothes together, I kind of went overboard and like just trying to style these jeans. But being in front of the camera and modeling in that essentially like first shoot, it was, it was just, it was everything. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I could do this over and over and over again. I just, I loved the process. It was so much fun. Yeah. I just wanted to consistently be in front of the camera and uh, I ended up winning, which was crazy. That's amazing. And so thank you. Yeah. So I think when something like that happens, it makes you feel like, oh, like this can be a real thing. Like this can actually really happen. So yeah. And so from there, my, my little sister, actually, she was obsessed with Aerie for a really long time. And Mm -hmm. I didn't get on a train until like much later. I think it was after a couple of their Aerie Real campaigns. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. It was like back in 2017 where I started to tag them in content and just really essentially stalk them until they were like, (laughs) oh, like (laughs) they want to work together. You're actually a genius for doing that, Lauren, so early. (laughs) That's that's mastermind behavior. I appreciate that. I know that's what we need to rebrand it as rather than me constantly saying, oh, I stalked the brand. (laughs) Thank you so much. Very kind of you. Uh, But yeah, that's, that's how I kind of dove into all the things, everything from Instagram to YouTube to Twitter to all blogging. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It was kind of a really a whirlwind. And so and then now with Hello Bloom, my heart has always been in representation of all women. I really like even doing the the Bloom Pod where we continuously want to amplify every woman's voice and their stories and to be able to empower. And I just think it's so important, especially in media, that we see ourselves, right? And that we feel seen and we feel heard also in campaigns, also in working with these brands. Definitely. And I'm like, okay yeah, like how can we do more of this? And so that's really the heart of Hello Bloom. And we have so many ideas and and where we want to take it. But, you know, and starting with phenomenon and powerhouses like you, where I just feel like, oh, I just, I know so many magical women. I'm like, there's no way that like we can't create more magic, you know, in this world and create more positive change. So that's really the, the heart of it all. 
Oh, I love that. That is so amazing and so smart, Lauren. Started looking at your website and everything. It's just beautiful. And I love the message. I love the intention. And I am so happy to be a part of it. It's it touches my heart. Well, then that just, I mean, that makes my heart do all the backflips. And thank you so much. And I mean, now we know so much more about you and just all of your incredible talents. I'm like, oh, we're going to be hitting you up for so many things. So, (laughs) (laughs) it would be incredible. And so, I want to dive into your Instagram because both you and your sister, amazing talent. And I know that your sister takes so many of your incredible photos. And I would just love for you to walk us through the concept of your shoots because a couple of the shoots that you've done that stood out to me the most, one of them was, I think it was for Halloween Red, which you did, which, oh my gosh, Shannon, that was so good. And then there was another one. Yes, there was another one as well. It was almost like you were like on an island or something, but it was, it was like a, a beach water, you know, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And so, yeah, just, I would love for you just to take us through the concept and process and all the amazing creativity there. Yeah, of course. And thank you so much for asking me that because I feel like this is the first opportunity where I can kind of explain the whole process, which I've never really been able to, and I've wanted to. So usually it starts from the airy website. So when I'm choosing the outfit, I usually put it together and I always get my sister and my mom's opinion too. I'm like, what do you guys think of this? Do you think this is cute? And I tend to stick to like coordinate sets or just like really tried and true stuff for me, like sweatshirts, things like that. Things that would photograph really nicely. I always stick with color. Like I always have to have color or white. So that's that's kind of what's going through my head when I'm like choosing which pieces I want to style. Sometimes the concept will come to me when I'm like purchasing the items. Like for example, I had this post where I thought of doing like this yearbook back to school campaign kind of thing. So I kind of do like campaigns within each of my photos. I try to have like a theme or some sort of like specific background that I really want to achieve. That one was like very academia, like I bought the cardigan, I bought the pleated skirt and everything and I knew where I wanted to go. I find these like places that like local places. And um, once I have my outfit and stuff. So just to be clear, my sister takes every single one of my photos for Aerie. She's She's amazing. She, I'm so grateful for her. Even like she does it even when she's annoyed with me, you know. So, (laughs) so I'm very grateful for that. And it's great having my sister like be my photographer because she tells me like, as it is, like, oh no, that pose is horrible. Like it's it's just not showing up well. Do something else. I'm like, okay, got it. So yeah, back to like that back to school academia shoot there is like this running track and it has bleachers and everything. So I woke up like super early, made sure it was open to the public. And I was like, can I take some photos here to the guy that was in charge? And he's like, um, okay. And so I did. And it was like, it's cold and it was rainy and like just so gloomy. But I'm like, you know what? I'll fix that in post. So I took the photos and then I was like, oh man, I don't know if these are going to turn out good. But I went home, I go on Lightroom and then I I sort through all of the photos, narrow it down. And there were a few that I, I really, really loved. And that was kind of first when I started to establish 
like the presets and the colors because with Airy as Airy ambassadors we are not we do not retouch anything the only things we can change are like colors and filters and things like that sometimes the camera changes the colors so it's not as natural and I want to make it look as realistic as possible in Lightroom I was able to change the colors and the way that it looks and I was able to bring some sunlight into it which is great because I have like my design background I did like a continuous scroll kind of carousel thing so I added my own little touch I actually tried to edit the photos like color wise to match the current airy campaign so I'll have like the airy website beside me and have like their headers and banners there and then the other side is Lightroom so I tried to get like the exposure the same the contrast the same highlights and all that stuff so yeah that's that's kind of my whole process and the photo you were mentioning with like the beach and stuff that was like divine almost because we were in we were in the Canary Islands on vacation like my whole family and the sun was coming from behind so I I stood there and I'm like I told my sister, just trust me. Like, I think it'll show up. Like, on the camera, it's, like, super, super, super dark. I can barely see me. But then I put it into Lightroom, and I turned the exposure up and everything. And it was, like, whoa, insane. One of the craziest pictures I've ever taken. So, Shannon? <laughs> Girl, are you kidding me? Okay, there, there's so many things. But first of all, how your brain works is just so... It's so cool. Like, what the heck? That is so cool. It's a bit overboard. Like, there's a lot of effort that goes into each one. It's it's kind of crazy. But, like, what is... Because I'm always just curious and, like, the psychology of this. And, I mean, it probably just goes, again, to just how magic you are. But, like, who replicates, essentially, like, a brand campaign within a photo <laughs> and then, like, matches, like, the colors and the styles and, like, like that, I mean, you're already a creative director. Like, that's it. Like, that. Thank you. That, yeah, that, that's really why I love doing that. And it's, like, my own little project every time. It's, it's also a challenge. I kind of take it as a challenge every time because Aerie will have some conceptual creative direction already in that campaign like their smoothies campaign it had to do with like the fun fair and like carousels and things like that so I literally went and I looked for a carousel that was nearby and then I took photos in front of it my my question every time I take my photos is like would you see this in airy marketing like would they use this photo does it look like it blends in with their entire campaign? That's kind of my goal every time. That's so intriguing because so in you thinking about that when you shoot content, the thing that I'm always thinking about is the personality part of it. And I mean, I feel like a lot of my personality is also airy. I feel like we've just meshed together. I feel that too. But <laughs> thank you. But that's always, especially when I am speaking to camera and I'm always thinking about like, okay, like making sure that I'm saying the proper product name or making sure that I'm bringing the high energy and like, you know, the the vibe and and whatever essentially I would think of airy persona, you know, is and also including that in my own. Mm-hmm. And so that is so intriguing to me because I do think 
depending upon like what type of content creator you are, whether you're leading more so on the personality, you're leading more so on like the imagery or like the, even the technical side of video when people edit, like really, you know, going all in with effects and everything. So yeah. that is just so cool because that's truly like unique to you and like through your creative eye of like what you're saying and how you're resonating with what Aria is putting out there. So that's a great way to put it, Lauren. I think your content is very true to your brand. And I think that's why Aerie loves the content you create. I, I love Aerie like I've loved Aerie for a long, long time. I think the way that I take it is like I try to use what they've created and then I make it my own. That's I think that's sort of my approach to to taking my Aerie content specifically. Yes, exactly. And it's so, it's just so unique along with your captions too. Cause I, I, I think <laughs> your captions are also in such a, and this is why I, so my sister, she is also uh Gen Z and I, mm-hmm. I admire Gen Z so much being a, I'm like part millennial part Gen Z. I don't know. I'm going to just claim both. But like the thing that I love so much with Gen Z, there's so much creativity there, but then there's also this, this wittiness as well too. Like, cause my sister, she's very, she's a Capricorn. She's very much, she says it as, as it is. And she has so many hilarious things. And I just feel like, and reading like Gen Z captions is just the best to me. Cause I'm just like, it's either us completely resonating, agreeing all the yeses, all the Queens. It's just the coolest thing. So you do a, also a phenomenal job with that as well too. Thank you so much. I, I feel like my captions are kind of underrated. <laughs> so I really appreciate that validation. Um, I guess like kind of in my job too, I've learned had a copyright and things like that like some of the captions I've written for Chamberlain coffee as well like a few months and months ago but yeah so I it's like getting into a sort of tone and I think that it like the witty kind of humorous tone is what I want to have because I don't know captions are just like such they are so difficult to achieve something good and interesting to read. So I think humor is also is always the best way to go. I really appreciate you you calling me witty because I don't, yes. I don't consider myself witty, but thank you. <laughs> yes, no, a thousand percent. I enjoy that because I do, as you said, captions are difficult. And I think it's because it's like once you do create the content, and then you want your caption to also be reflective of not only the content, but your own voice as if you were in a room with everyone, you know, speaking that's, yeah, that's hard to capture, but you do it so authentically. And so it just becomes this one yummy, delicious content. And it's, it's just so good. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll think of the caption, like when I'm shooting the pictures or something, or sometimes I sit there for an hour and I'm like, what the heck do I write? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know sometimes I have to take like really long showers for all that like creative of what I want to say. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just feel like all my best ideas and all my best thoughts happen in the shower and the da- best dance parties too, but they just all happen in the shower. So yeah, I feel, I feel that very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also wanted to, uh, or I wanted you to share about your airy journey because and just how you got started with airy and and now that we're airy sisters together which i i need i want like to make like sweatshirts as it says airy sisters i think that would I be know. so cool that is so cute uh, oh my That'd gosh we'll just right we'll just have you design it and then we're gonna just 
no, that, that'd actually be so cool. I'm down, obviously. I think I think I've made that pretty clear though. But yeah, of course. Um, and thank you for sharing about your journey. Like I'd love to learn more too, because I feel like we've kind of had similar ones, like similar paths totally. with Aerie. It's very interesting. So mine kind of started in 2018 I think I was in my first year of university I turned 18 like right the year before I was still 18 when I saw this contest for Aerie kind of an open casting call too but it was like this Aerie reel campaign I saw I was scrolling on my Instagram it was I think I just finished exams for my first year or sorry it was during exam season I was on my phone um, <laughs> and then I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw Iskra and Iskra was like, we want you to be part of the, this airy Reel campaign. So all you had to do was send in like a 30 second video telling them about yourself, why you are airy Reel, why you want to be in this campaign, etc. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do this. And I just freshly turned 18 too. So I just made the cut. So I, I think a couple days later, I sat down and I filmed it. Like I did it all by myself. I had like, I borrowed my dad's DSLR camera to sit. I used my plushie there to like set the focus and then I'd run back and forth to start the recording. And I just started talking and I, I talked and I talked and I then I went to editing it and it was much longer than 30 seconds. I'm like, man, how am I going to fit this into 30 seconds? That's crazy. <laughs> so I just kept cutting and cutting. And then I wanted to do something to make it my own and to to kind of make me stand out a little too. I did have a vision in mind. I never learned how to do like video editing or even animation before. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. So what I did is I wanted to have like these little doodles around me that would move with what I'm saying. So something I mentioned was that I never saw like models with glasses. So I had like this line that would move when I said glasses and it, it traced my frames that was like one one of them that I did, but I had that dispersed throughout my video and I just kind of had fun with it. And then at the end, for this was probably the only time that this has happened, but in my heart, I was like, I think I can get this. So I submitted it and I like, I read through the rules. Like I'm like, okay, so they're going to, they're going to reach out to people by this month. And when that month came, they, I didn't get an email. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. And then it turned into the summer and I was looking through my email. I got an eerie email and it's like, you might want to record yourself for this. And I'm like, why? Isn't this just like a discount? I was not yeah. expecting anything. So I kept reading and it's like, we want you to be in the next Aerie Real campaign. I'm like, shut up. No way. Oh yeah, I was actually freaking out. And I was home by myself that time. So I was like texting my mom, texting my sister and my dad. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to model for Aerie. Like I verge of tears almost. And it was just such a, such a crazy experience. So I went, like, I did the whole thing. I think you did something similar to where they, like, shipped you out to headquarters. You stayed in Pittsburgh, did a shoot with people. And I think they ended up choosing 40 or 50 people out of, like, 2,000 entries. So I brought my sister and my family, too, because I'm, like, I love my family. Like, we do everything together. So <laughs> they have to be with me. And I, I made sure to ask permission, too, that that was okay. So when when they when I got there at headquarters, my sister was sitting with me and she and they're like, Rachel, how old are you? 
and then the funny part is that my my mom literally said the night before she's like you better get ready I have a feeling they're gonna add you in I'm like mom this is not how the industry works but lo and behold that is exactly what happened so my sister was added in we did some pictures together and then like we did some after that we also went to like Florida to do a fashion show with Aerie which is so so fun that's that's actually where I got the naughtyish and nice-ish sweaters is from yeah. that from that I was able to model that and then I bought it after that <laughs> so I've been able to like go on this journey with my sister and like work with Aerie and then there was kind of like this period where we I didn't really do anything I just loved their brand still and then I applied to be an Aerie ambassador last year which because I didn't know it was open to Canadians but apparently it was so yeah. I applied and I got it and and that's how it's been going ever since so I'd love to learn about more about you though Lauren like I know you did the campaign last year so please please go ahead and tell me more as soon as my jaw comes off the floor yes I will <laughs> <laughs> wow 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 okay well I, I before I dig into my because it's yeah it's so parallel but before I dig into my Aries story that's so brilliant and I I love that they included your sister as well and I and I love that feeling that you had in getting that email and then also in being able to do a fashion show with Aerie I mean those like those are gigantic like pillar you know things and so can you quickly just describe that feeling in that moment and like what that meant to you I think that was probably one of the most important moments and and feelings in my life because it was one of the maybe one of the only times where I felt like this was made for me and I can get it and like all Mm. all this hard work and everything that I've put together is actually coming to fruition so it it really gave me a lot of confidence in myself and I would say it was a pivotal moment in both my life and my career because because of that Aerie campaign and the that opportunity to work with Aerie and kind of have like my face out there because that campaign specifically it went viral because it was one of the first ones to show women who had type 1 diabetes um, women with cancer women with a, a bunch of different stories alopecia and it showed so many women's women from different walks of life, and it truly started like the body positivity movement. I, I believe that in my heart of hearts. I think Aerie is a trailblazer. To be part of that is just absolutely like mind boggling that I was even there. So it really helped me to establish my career as well. Like I was planning on becoming a doctor, but now it just opened a door to to me becoming something like a creative director or a designer or even a model. Like that was crazy because I didn't even think some like 5'3 Asian girl, like this little girl who has glasses and scars on her body. Like I never, never, never thought that I would be able to do that. Like being able to even like represent people that look like me was just Mm. so crazy and I'm so grateful because Aries like because of that like I've gotten so many opportunities from there as well and I'm man I like just cannot believe it that my life ended up that way and I was and at such a young age too like I just made it to be 18 
and be like an adult. So it's been super, super cool. And I didn't think that I'd be able to pursue anything creative. And that really, that really opened the door for me. I'm so happy that you shared that. Representation matters, you know, just the feeling that it's possible. Yeah. I mean, can just change your entire life, which it did. And that's, yeah, that's everything. In my own Aerie journey, I started creating content for Aerie in, in 2017, tagging them on on all the posts and everything. Really, the, I think the two the two pivotal moments that happened in between me creating content for Aerie before even the ambassadorship came into play. The first was when, and I don't, I now in thinking back on it, I'm not sure if it was a contest. I'm not sure if it was just like a campaign situation. But I remember they wanted us to take pictures and swim. Airy swim era is huge. It's major, like, you know, just doing all the things, all the opportunities, which is so cool. And so I remember it was a one-piece red swimsuit. And, like, I loved myself in that swimsuit. And I just remember I couldn't stop smiling in the shoot. I was like, I wonder – because I think when the first time when you're creating content for Airy – it, you know, I'm like, okay, like, do I be serious or do I, am I like, like, what is the definition of like sexy? Because essentially like sometimes I, in my head, I was like, oh, sexy is like serious or like I have to, you know, but then I was like, actually, no, like sexy is also joy. Like sexy is also just like embracing you know who you are. Confidence. Exactly. And so I felt super confident in that swim. And I just remember taking all the pictures and everything. And I thought that Aerie was just going to use the photo maybe like on social media or whatever. And it ended up on a billboard in Times Square with other Aerie girls oh along with gosh. stores like across the United States. And I was like, what? And the moment I even got that news because someone was like, Lauren, you're on a billboard in Times Square. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh no, you have the wrong Lauren Taylor. I don't think you know like who I am. But they showed me a picture and I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then I I freaked out and actually, so, I think it was someone from the Airy team who was able to get like a really good clear picture for me for the New mm-hmm. York one. And then I was able to I was in Florida at the time. And so I was able to go to an airy store to see like my picture in the store window that like Shannon, that was like, I was like, what? Like that was just never thought that would ever happen. Even though like essentially I, I know like even younger and growing up, like I wanted things like that to happen. And it's interesting. Cause it's like, we, I think younger, we have these like big dreams. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, it's like society tells you, Oh, you're insane. Like that's never going to happen for yeah. you. But then in having this, incredible brand come in and be like, oh, wait, no, let us remind you like this is possible. That was, oh, I cried. Like that was so cool. And so then that, and then recently when I was able to be a part of the Real Voice campaign. So something that I, um, in my own creative career, like, cause I've done a couple of modeling things. I've, I've worked with multiple brands and I, I was actually a part of a really big campaign for a previous brand. And I will say that comparing it to being a part of an airy real campaign, 
it, it was just, it was night and day because I think being on set and like being, you know, a, a black woman and, and dealing, I, I dealt with so much stuff where it was like, you f- just felt like the only black woman in the room, if that mm. makes sense. Like, it's just, it was, it was just tough. Like, I remember I was on set one time for a bridal shoot and the hairdresser was like, oh, your hair is so difficult. Like, why won't it go straight? Oh, and like, no. just really, yeah, like just really making fun of my natural hair. And it was things like that where you just felt so alone. But in going into that airy real voice shoot, everything that Aerie stands for, the entire team is like the de- like it's so cohesive. It's so like you feel the yeah. airy mission, right? Like I think it's- we I think we worked with maybe even the same team. I think a lot of the people mm. were exactly the same for both of our campaigns. So I definitely know what the experience is like, and they're so uplifting and yes, incredible. Uh, like they really made the experience what it was. Yes, exactly. And you don't get that often, right? Like you, because I mean, I didn't expect them to be like horrible people, but like, I also didn't expect the level of like love and attention to detail and just like encouragement and like, I was like, are you guys real? Like, I know it's like airy real, but like, are you sure you're real? Are you sure real people? <laughs> so yeah, so it was, it was just everything. And you just, yeah, you just felt the love on set and, and you just felt so empowered and so like sexy and good. And I just, I was like, I don't want to leave. Being able to be on set and you, obviously you, you know, speaking with a photographer and Aaron, the airy stylist and Leah, who is an incredible celebrity here and makeup stylist as well too. And, but then also just even the camera crew and like just at producers, everybody that really, I think changed my mindset and trajectory where I was like, okay, this is possible. It's in grasp. And I really can just do all the dreams and do all the things. And it's not, what I look like is not a hindrance to that, which I think is just so important because often, especially with BIPOC marginalized groups, I feel like it's like we can't change our culture, what we look like, how our bodies are, and we shouldn't have to. But I do think that often sometimes feels like a hindrance in that and why we feel like there's, you know, these opportunities that are not open, these doors are not open. And, and we're like kicking, trying to kick down doors, trying to open up windows. And it's like, it shouldn't be like that. We should be able to have equal opportunity, equal pay, equal representation, you know, and, and airy, as you said, is a trailblazer for that. And I'm, I've said it to them multiple times. I'm like, you have changed my life. You changed my mindset. And now in having that confidence, just going out into the world and being able to create more of that change so that it's within every single brand and media. And just, we should be having our hands in just all the avenues of that creativity. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I do feel like we've made some good progress. I mean, like with the industry, having real models, curve models, things like that, like I think we've made so much progress and I see so many castings that are looking for real people. And now I'm also seeing that stuff in like print and other companies as well, like even Victoria's Secret, who are notorious for having supermodels. They are expanding their range of models and people that are included. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if you remember 77 Kids. 
it was actually one of the sister brands of American Eagle for, for children. So they had 77 kids and we used to have like these male, these like male promotion things that we would receive. So I was looking at one when I was like 12 or 13 and I just remember looking at the girls in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I was white. Like mm. I wish I had skinny calves. I wish I just didn't look like the way that I did. And I remember that I was actually like crying because I was so sad and so like I just wish I could be somebody else and it's so funny how when I became an adult like it was just a 360 or 180 I guess it'd be more like a 180 and I ended up ended up working with that company because they were one of the first maybe maybe the first to start doing that in the industry and really setting a precedent for companies to follow. I wanted to mention something going back to how you were saying you found yourself on the billboard, which congratulations, Lauren, you deserve it. You are. And you deserve the Real Voices campaign. When I saw you in that, I was like, oh, she was a, she's a good choice. (laughs) She's a good choice. I I knew ambassadors could apply and I'm like, yeah, Lauren, good. (laughs) So my sister actually, this is kind of a secret. My sister actually made it onto the Times Square billboard in that campaign, which was <gasps> insane. Um, I had like our friends were in New York, so they took a picture, sent it to her, sent it to me. And then I, yeah. I showed her and we were freaking out. I'm, I'm so happy that she was able to, to be in that yes. campaign with me and that she made it onto the Times Square billboard. But my goal now is that eventually I am on there or my work. Yes. <laughs> I like that is so cool and that is like my ultimate ultimate goal is to make it it's, to make it's it to gonna Times happen. <laughs> yes, it's going to happen. When I was in Times Square recently, I was looking again at at the billboards and everything cuz and one of my goals I'm like, "Oh no, this I'm definitely I'm going to have a billboard. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be me, if it's going to be whomever, multiple amazing, powerful women, the whole bit, but it's going to happen. And for you, it's definitely going to happen. Like I, I truly think everything that we want in our truest of hearts and, and as long as it has the positive of intentions, right. And just the impact that we want to make, there's no reason for it not to happen. And it, I mean, it might come tomorrow. It might come, you know, a few years down the road, who, like who knows? And that's like the, the good part of it, the surprise part of it, but it's going to happen. Like I, I just know it will. And then, and then it's going to be really cool. And looking back at this moment where you're like, Oh my gosh. Like I remember I what I was saying. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe we'll end up on one together, Lauren. Yes. Uh, I would love that. And I'm in the back of my head because, you know, my wheels are always turning. I'm just like, I'm always super collaborative. And so I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to be working on multiple projects together because I just being such a fan of you, such a fan of your work. And it's already started to really shine brightly in your passions and what you love to do, because even that's a gift. Like, I don't, I don't think, you know, I know for me, like I started in my early twenties, I was like pursuing my passions, you know, often other people, they start at different times and there's never, I don't think there's ever like a right time to start. I don't think there's ever too late time to start into your passions, but once you do, it's such a gift because there are so many people that haven't been able to, in whatever circumstance they're dealing with, 
to be able to do that. So like every day I try to think about that where when I'm feeling like this is tough, this is hard, this is I don't know what's going to happen, like I'm struggling, the self-doubt, but I'm just like but this is also a gift. It's a gift to know this is what I love. This is really again what sets my heart on fire and I'm also damn good at it. And you are like really good at it. Like really really good at it. So You are you're great at it, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I think it's really important to keep that mindset too, is in a way, like we are very privileged to be able to be working in something in like creative, in marketing, in in content creation, because there's there's people who don't have the opportunity to do that and people who who need to, you know, make ends meet and, and do things like and do other things that are that are needed, you know, and us being able to to work in this industry is just I'm very appreciative for it and I know that not everyone is able to so I definitely want to keep that in mind and like stay humble and stay stay appreciative of everything that that I'm given I mean it's incredible that your sister and your family are such a wonderful support system too that's amazing and the same goes with mine I don't think I've had not one friend that hasn't helped me in <laughs> taking a picture or helping with me with my content and just have been so supportive. And I think it's just incredible to be able to have that, whether you have that support system or you are your own support system, right? Because I do think at the end of the day, we you do have to have that like belief in yourself. That is something that I think every day has to be like worked on. Cause there's some days where I'm like, oh yeah, like I got this. I believe in myself. Let's go. And then there's other days where I'm like, oh no, like we're like that. I, I do not believe in myself. This is a struggle. Oh my gosh. Let me just like break out all the tears. But I mean, it's a, you know, I think we we're human. We need both. And it's just all a part of this like incredible journey that we get to you know, now share and share later. And yeah, it's just all encompassing. And so the more that I get to have these conversations, the more I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, it just feels good to know that like, we're not alone in this. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's just so cool. Cause like, as we said, like we have such a, like a parallel in terms of like, yeah, our creative career. So that's just the coolest thing. I know. And we've been talking for, we've been talking for a long time already. I cannot (laughs) believe it, but I feel like we have barely, touch the surface um <laughs> like I feel like we have so much to talk about but I as a last question I, I do want to ask so we and in your bio you call yourself like a color coordinator which I love because I mean truly like all the rainbows and colors and how you make everything so cohesive and beautiful and so I would love to know one what's your favorite color and then two what does that say about your personality? Because I do, or even feelings about yourself. Because I do know that colors exude feelings and personality traits and everything. Fun fact about my bio is I change it almost not monthly, but I change it so often I cannot land on one. <laughs> Bios are so difficult, like way harder than captions. But anyways, yeah, I I love color and I love incorporating color into my closet. My favorite color. Let me think. I think that is probably like a light blue or a mint. I actually had like a straight up mint phase when I was when I was what, 14? Like I literally bought anything that was mint. I wore like mint beret, <laughs> mint sweater to school. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> my 14-year-old self was in her mint era. And I have the pictures to prove it too. <laughs> but I think those 
colors in particular, I feel like I'm a person who will take something that is very trendy or not basic, maybe like, like blue. I like things, I like elevating it in some way. I don't like having just that basic. I like to have like one level that is slightly different than what everyone else likes, you know? So light blue and mint are just like a little bit away from regular blue. And what that says about me, I'm not like a very angry person. I don't get angry very easily. So definitely like calmness, maybe even empathy. I, I don't know much about color psychology, but I th- I think that that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think you tapped into it. And I, I love I love mint. I think it's always interesting with colors because I went through phases too. I went through like just wearing like all black. And then now um, I went through a phase where it was like, it was no black. It was nothing but like different colors and pinks and blues and greens and the whole thing. I think that colors I, I and how they evoke feeling. And when I think of blue or when I think of mint, it is very, it's very fun and fresh and creative. And as you said, calm beach vibes as well too but just with a you know I don't know if it's a TikTok or whatever but it, it was like adding a little bit of spice yeah but that's why I feel like yeah yes, that's that's like exactly. what mint is. yes yes and how you said fresh I love that adjective I love like being fresh and things like that well thank you so much Shannon for joining us on the pod today and you again you just are truly radiant and I'm I'm so excited for you I'm excited for you and everything that you have accomplished thus far everything you're going to accomplish and just all the shoots we're going to do together and the collaborations. And it's just, this was phenomenal. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you for having me. It is absolutely my pleasure being here. Oh, you're a rock star. And thank you all so much for listening to the Bloom Pod. And I will see you next time. And that wraps up another episode of The Bloom Pod. Thank you so much for joining us for today's conversation. Seriously, every single one always becomes our newest favorite. At Helen Blue Media, it is our number one mission to make sure that all women feel seen, heard, and included. If you aren't already, we would love for you to go give Hello Blue Media a follow on Instagram. You can find us at Hello Blue Media or at www.hellobluemedia.com. Until next time, everyone. Bloom, Bloom on! on.